This episode of the Nerd Cave Retro is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free, free, free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Greetings, programs, and welcome back to another edition of the Nerd Cave Retro Show. And my name is Jason Robbins. And my name is Derek Diamond. So, Derek, um, well, the uh, retro gaming news is a little dry this week. So, uh, I, after scouring um, Reddit and Twitter, Google News, and uh, pretty much everywhere I know to look, there was nothing... Nothing happening this week, so I thought maybe we would just kind of talk about the stuff we've been watching or doing or or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, you know, we're for those who are, you know, listening on the download, we're actually doing the show a couple of days later than we normally do it. Um, I would say it's partially due to my crazy work schedule, but it's actually entirely because of my crazy work schedule. <laughs> so I do apologize for that. I'm actually, uh, today was an off day, uh, in between two five game series. So back to, back to the grind tomorrow until Sunday. Ooh. So yeah, it, it's, it's been, it, it feels like July and it's not even the end of May, which is not good, but yeah. you know, We'll 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 make it through. But no, other than, you know, I haven't really had the chance to watch anything new. Um, oh, I there was one thing. I can't remember the actual name of it off the top of my head. I'll look it up here real quick. There's a Godzilla anime that's on Netflix. I think it's like an episodic thing, but only part one of episode one is currently up. Um, but it was actually really good. The animation style was um, – it has like a modern-looking anime feel to it, you know, like a lot of contrasting colors, shadows, and everything. Uh, it's called Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. It actually um, takes place in the very, very far distant future where Godzilla's basically taken over Earth oh, and wow. humanity has to flee. And they uh, come back to Earth years later to, to take it back. Oh, I did. I recognize this now. I did see this on uh, Netflix the other day, and I wanted to watch it, and I completely forgot about it. Till I it's just pretty saw good. This poster. Yeah, I it's it's got out. a unique concept to it. The it's a little long, but it, it was good. You know, if you're a Godzilla fan, I would definitely recommend watching it. But absolutely, you know, uh, other than that, haven't really had much of a chance to um, to watch anything new, but. You know, normally I say this stuff at the end of the show, but I'll go ahead and plug it. You were actually on uh, my other show yes. uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago talking The Legend of Zelda. We did a really cool roundtable, um, and part one of it will be released this Thursday on the Derek Diamond Experience. So be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, um, 
you know, all the fun podcasting places. And uh, if you want to follow it on social media, go to at D Diamond Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I uh, I had so much fun doing that. So I am so excited about going back and listening to it. I could talk about Zelda all night. Well, I texted both you and uh, Chris, a friend of mine who was on the show with us, and I said, no lie, that was one of the top 10 like most fun times I've ever had doing a podcast. And I, I truly mean that. Like, you know, every every show I do is fun, but that one was just – there was something special about it, I think, because we just kept going on and on and on. And we could probably still be talking about it, you know, over a week later. I know. I can't like we. How long did we talk for? Like two hours? Like it's gonna end up being two shows? It was around an hour and forty minutes, I think. Yeah, because we were, we were all just like, yeah, we we got started at what like seven thirty or eight, and we we're like, yeah, we let's be done, let's be done by nine. I look over, it's like nine forty five. I'm like, holy shit, I gotta go to bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gotta go to sleep. <laughs> that that was great. So that's going to be a good episode. So everybody go over to uh, the Derek Diamond Experience and check that out. It's going to be out in the next couple of days. Um, and I, I, I can't remember if I've announced this yet, but um, I'll save it for the end of the show. But I, I'll, I'm formally going to, I guess, do like a little announcement or press release for what episode 200 is going to be. So hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. And we have a good, uh, we have something brewing, brewing for episode 100 for this show, which should be out the very first week of September, I think. Uh, I have a really great guest coming in to talk about uh, a very cool subject that we've been wanting to talk about for a long time. Uh, so that's going to be fun. I, I'm not going to tell anybody what it's about. We're just going to drop the episode like a giant turd. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Um, but this weekend, um, this last weekend, my wife went out of town for the weekend and I had pretty much had the run of the house to myself. So what I did was I binge watched Cobra Kai, which if you're not familiar with what Cobra Kai is, if you're a child of the eighties, you were a fan of, uh, um, the karate kid. And the Cobra Kai were the bad guys in the Karate Kid. Well, now, here it is, 34, 35 years later, and we kind of get a different look at things. Like, maybe Danny LaRusso was the bad guy in this whole situation. Maybe, you know, uh, Johnny, the, 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 the villain in Karate Kid, maybe he was just a misunderstood dude who had this other guy come in from out of town, steal his girlfriend and turn his life to crap. So hmm. for 10 episodes, we get to see the return of Cobra Kai and, uh, Reseda, California. And, um, Danny LaRusso doesn't like it too much because he's the, uh, he's the big, um, auto dealer in the area and uses his, uh, karate fame, to sell luxury cars. <laughs> and the cool thing about it is um, it sounds dumb, but it's really good. Um, it, it does. It, it is sort of, I don't want to say melodramatic because that kind of has a connotation of like, you know, like CW shows or like Dawson's Creek, but it's definitely has that like over the top eighties cheese about it set mm -hmm. in a modern day. 
like you know johnny is totally stuck in the 80s like he doesn't even know what the internet is or facebook and i'm like okay that's taking it a little too far but you know and yeah. uh, it's just it's a lot of teen drama in it and he you know he takes uh, like the big nerdy kid who ends up being you know the the major Cobra Kai dude by the end of the series. And like, it's just, everything's kind of flipped over on its, on its ear. And, you know, if you're, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Joey says, uh, the reveal in the final two minutes of the season, Holy crap is worth (laughs) the entire 10 episodes. And they're only 30 minute episodes. So you can binge watch the whole thing in like five hours. Um, but good God, the reveal at the very end, I was just like, Holy shit. I can't wait for season two. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, if you're, if you haven't used your 30 day free trial for Hulu or not Hulu, but, uh, YouTube, this is when you pull the trigger is to watch Cobra Kai. Holy crap. It's really good. Um, here's the thing. I don't, YouTube hasn't really given me enough of a reason to plop $8 a month down just so I can not have to watch commercials. Like I don't mind watching commercials. I'm not going to pay $8 a month just to not have commercials. They don't really have a whole lot of content for me to plop down that money. But if they start putting out more content like this, I'd be more than happy to give YouTube $8 a month. To, to have good stuff like this to watch. Well, that's pretty big for YouTube to get something, you know, of that caliber because everybody knows what the Karate Kid is. And I remember, you know, hearing that they were going to do that. I was, I didn't really know any details. I was just thinking, oh, that's interesting. And then I found out they were bringing back, you know, the original cast or whatever. And I was like, oh, this could actually be really good. And I've heard nothing but great things since then. So I'm going to have to pull the trigger on it. You know, I really, really want to see it because I, I love that movie. Yeah, it was really good back in the day. And actually, as soon as I was done, uh, as soon as I was done watching it, I immediately started watching um, because I just watched Karate Kid like a couple of months ago. So it's still kind of fresh in the memory. So I started watching Karate Kid 2 <laughs> just because I haven't seen that one in so long. Um, I haven't finished it yet. I only got to work, watch like the first 45 minutes of it or so. Uh, but I'm going to finish that this week. But yeah, it, like I said, if you're still holding on to a, a 30 day free trial of YouTube red, do it, man. Cause they have to actually, they actually had the first two episodes for free just on regular YouTube. But after mm-hmm. that, you have to have, uh, you have to have, um, you know, YouTube red to be able to watch the rest of them. Oh my God. Tyler is in the chat room and he said he's never seen a Karate Kid movie. The what? hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Leave Dude, the chat and go watch Karate hold Kid. Hold on. Let me go to justwatch.com real quick just to see where it's streaming right now. It's got to um, be streaming somewhere. Come on, where? It's got to be. Let me see. All right. I'm going to justwatch.com. And we're going to put in Karate Kid. Here we go. Okay, it is streaming right now on Hulu and Amazon Prime. And you can pretty much rent it everywhere for 99 cents. Amazon, Google Play, YouTube, Vudu, PlayStation, uh, everywhere. iTunes, there's no reason why 
you can't go watch Karate Kid right now. Oh, he says he didn't. See- <laughs> um, they said that um, Joey says that uh, not a spoiler, but they revealed in the season two video that Mike Barnes from the Karate Kid three is in uh, CK uh, uh, Cobra Kai season two. That's awesome. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, and Tyler says he didn't see the Goonies until he was twenty four years old. That's uh, that's like. I don't know. I don't know what is that like. That's unfortunate, dude. The Goonies. Well, I, like I don't. Weekend. I don't want to know any spoilers, but I do have one question about the the show. Does Johnny teach any of the new Cobra Kai's how to sweep the leg? Oh, it's all in there. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> he even good. steals a move from Danny Larusso himself. Ooh, the major move that ended his career at the end of Karate Kid. Does it involve a certain bird? Yes. Sweet. I can't wait to watch it. I, I've so got to watch good. it after because I have Memorial Day off, so I, I might, I might take that day to watch it. Dude, I'm sure I really you can watch it in one day. It's it's really short. Uh, it's only ten episodes, thirty minutes apiece. Do it. I, I can't recommend it enough. That's, I can't wait. That's my homework for you this week. Also, um, I saw Deadpool two on opening night and um if you like the first deadpool you're gonna love this one too it's actually i think you i actually think i might like this one better than the first one honestly really yeah the uh, just for the last like five minutes of the movie alone and i'm not gonna spoil anything but as soon as it as soon as he gets the time machine apparatus it makes it all worth it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Dude, as soon as you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Ah, Joey Image says he needs to watch Deadpool 1. Dude, you need to get on that, like, right uh, now. Hmm. Uh, you've, you've got the wheels in my head turning about the time machine thing. <laughs> Dude, you're going to call me as soon as the movie's over. <laughs> you're like, oh, God, that was great. <laughs> uh, if it's what I think it is... I, I might just die mm-hmm. in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I give it my highest recommendation. It's it's a good respite from, you know, as good as the Marvel movies are, like Black Panther and Infinity War, there's just, there's a, you know, there's kind of a seriousness to them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that Deadpool just completely like mocks everything. And it's so refreshing. You know, because he knows that he's in a movie and he's in this weird Marvel universe. So I don't know. There's just something about that that just really speaks to me, especially mm-hmm. the Deadpool character. So, you know, I I really liked it. And, you know, as soon as it comes on, it, it's a day one purchase on Blu-ray for me. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see it. Like I said, I, we were talking before we went live, but. Um, I'm going to try to see Solo on Friday um, after Friday's game and then maybe go see Deadpool 2 on Saturday because yeah, I figure it'll be a little less packed than Solo will oh, be. Yeah. Well, I have 7 o'clock opening night tickets for Solo on Thursday, which is two nights from now. Uh, in exactly 47 hours, I'll be watching Solo, which I am... Very excited about. I have total faith in Ron Howard that he's going to be 
able to pull this movie off. I mean, the dude did Willow for Christ's sake. And yeah. you know, <laughs> he yeah. did, he did Apollo 13. So if you think this movie's going to be bad, I'm, I got news for you. Ron Howard's a great director. The last trailer really sold me on it. Yeah. I was really skeptical, especially when they were like, Oh, we're going to shoot or reshoot 70% of the movie. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know about that. I do. My one complaint and i guess it's not really a complaint but it's just something i would have done i still would have released it in december yeah because i've gotten so used to star wars movies coming out in december now yeah yeah but that's just I, me no i mean i'm so the i, I can understand they would kind of want to move it back to the may slot but you know it's kind of i feel like it's a it's a christmas thing now like it's it's kind of makes christmas worth you know, like feel like Christmas when I was a kid, like, oh, a new Star Wars movie comes out at Christmas. Like, I like it coming out at Christmas. Well, it's the perfect time because, you know, kids are out of school. Families can go, you know, multiple times yeah. throughout the week. And normally like one other big movie is released in December, but it's like that entire month is dedicated to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I just I like that December, but time slot but uh, if they want to move it back i guess so i mean i i really think it's they're gonna find that they're not gonna make as much money maybe because there's so much other stuff coming out in the summer so mm -hmm. i don't know it's kind of a risky move if you ask me yeah i agree now oh, and uh joey did say uh, uh one more thing about cobra kai uh the little tribute to miyagi pat morita when um he was in the cemetery was really good, but it was also kind of sad and melancholy. And like that really kind of tugged at my heartstrings when that happened, like a lot. Because I grew up with this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Solo releasing against? Um, I don't think it's releasing against anything this weekend, is it? I don't think so. Um, Not that I've heard anyway. Yeah, I think I, it's, it's so, just Solo. It's so tough for me to remember what comes out when just because... I'm so out of the loop with things. I know, because we've still got Ant-Man and Wasp coming out this summer. Um, a couple of other... Which I think is in July. Yeah, a couple of other big movies still to come out this summer. It's like crazy. Jurassic, Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic World, World comes out in June. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. But, uh, but that's for the news segment, <laughs> since we had no news <laughs> this week. Let's go ahead and we'll go into this month in video game history. Oh, wow. That was weird. Uh, on May 27th, 1986, Enix releases Dragon Quest for the Famicom, which is usually considered the foremost Japanese role-playing game and is the first game in a series that has been phenomenally successful in Japan, which you may know that over here as Dragon Warrior, which they made mm -hmm. about 80 of them for the Nintendo and Super Nintendo systems. Oh, wait, they actually just released 81. Oh yeah, eighty one. Uh, actually, eighty two. Now they're, they're yep. trying to catch up with Final Fantasy. Breaking news: eighty three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's actually there's a retro gaming store just down the road from my house that has a copy of this game in box. I can't remember the price of it. But it's been sitting there for a while, so... I don't think it's um, they're actually too expensive. I think you can pick one up complete in box for usually maybe about 40 bucks. Let me look. Let me check that on eBay because that was one of the games when I had my original... Um, let's see, Dragon Warrior. 
N-E-S-C-I-B. Um, originally, when I had it, was because I had renewed my subscription to um, Nintendo Power. I think it was in 1990, and they gave you a free copy of Dragon Warrior with the with the Nint Nintendo Power subscription. Uh, right here, you can let's see. There's one right now for 44.99 on eBay. Um, let me see what they have. Then one buy it now. Complete in box $27.99. So yeah, you can pick one up for roughly about $30. Bucks. That's uh, not terrible. Here, $32.99. So yeah, it's actually wouldn't be a bad pickup for you know $30. Bucks. So that's yeah. worth it to me. Yeah. Um, also in May of 1987, Rambo is a side-scrolling action-adventure video game produced by Pac-In Video and released in North America by acclaim on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, it was released in December in Japan in May 1988 in North America. It is based on the film Rambo First Blood Part 2. Which is what we wanted when we were kids, is uh, rated R movies turned into children's properties. Uh, <laughs> turned. I mean, into, it makes perfect sense, right? It turned into cartoons and toys and video games, which they did with Rambo, which was a uh, about a guy who had PTSD and was um, defending himself against a a really shitty um, sheriff's department in the woods and killing people. And then we had RoboCop, which was about a man who was a cop that was killed and destroyed. And turned into a, a monster. So yeah, uh, let's let's take all the rated R properties. Why don't we do that anymore? We don't take rated R properties and make toys out of them anymore. No, my favorite line from the original Rambo is when his old colonel shows up and he says to that sheriff, "Yeah, I'm not here to save him from you guys. I'm here yeah. to save you from him." And then he <laughs> just goes on a killing spree. Rambo is such an awesome movie. Yeah, he was such a badass. But it makes you feel so sad watching it, though. Like, it's a sad movie. And then yeah. the original cut of the movie was like three and a half hours long. And they had to mm -hmm. cut it down to 90 minutes. I'm like, man, I wonder what that original cut was like. Like, you get PTSD just from watching the, the director's cut. Uh, I can only imagine. Hey, guess what we're talking about now? Also in 1987, Final Fantasy... As uh, a role-playing game developed and published by Square in 1987, it is the first game in Square's Final Fantasy series, Don't Say, created by Hironobu Sagaguchi, originally released for the NES. It was remade for several video game consoles, you don't say, and is frequently packaged with Final Fantasy II and video game collections. What most people don't know is Final Fantasy II was really Final Fantasy XIII in Japan, but that was really uh, Final Fantasy 72 in America, but in the PAL region, it was Final Fantasy 34. but you have to play one and then eight, and then 17, and then go back to two, and then play uh, number 43 if you want to play them all in the correct order. What's Final Fantasy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that one game about the uh, about the people and the place. And the, and the thing? Yeah, but not the other thing, though. The yeah, other that thing one sucks. thing. It was about that fantasy thing. I don't know. It's weird. It might have been the last one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, who are we kidding? It wasn't the last one. <laughs> I I will say this. When baseball season is over, 
I plan on playing a Final Fantasy game. Ooh. And I will review it. It will probably be Final Fantasy 3, I think, because that's the one on the um, SNES Classic. Let me check my list real quick. <laughs> it's the one yeah, it like, is three, You need to so. play that one first. Like, why? It says 3. Because it was actually really Final Fantasy 1 in, in Japan. Like, all right, I'm, I already don't care. If we don't get ripped by some Final Fantasy fan from this episode, I'm going to be solely disappointed. Uh, they, they got to know that we're just playing around, man. Yeah. Uh, little trolling never hurt anybody. Oh, yeah. Joey Image says uh, 7 for PS1 is great, which was actually part 17 in Japan. For the Super it was actually Nintendo. Final Fantasy VII Part Four. Yeah, and Tyler says two parentheses four is still my favorite. See, I don't you, I don't care, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, I might just, I might just say screw it and just play the first one, and that yeah. way I don't have to worry about it. If I can't play it in the order that they're numbered, I don't want to play it. You think Final Fantasy has a machete order? Like Star Wars? Maybe. I guess. I don't know. I actually watched it in the machete order. It actually makes sense. Yeah, I would. Actually, I have a lot, I've had a lot of people. Um, I say a lot of people. My uh, my wife's sister uh, e- emailed me a few months ago uh, because she's introducing her kids to Star Wars. They're old enough to kind of watch them and get it now. And she was like, so what? I heard there's some certain order you need to watch it in. So I sent her this novel of like, well, if you really want to watch it in the way it was intended to watch, you can, or you can watch it the way I watched it as a kid, or you can do like, you know, the machete, like, you know, like the different, you know, start with one or no episode four or five, then you do one, two and three, and then you watch episode. And like, she just wrote back. Okay. (laughs) Like that was a waste of time. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, where were we? Oh, in May of 1988, City Connection is an arcade game developed and published in 1985. It was licensed to Kit Corp as Cruisin'. I remember Cruisin'. Yeah. Yeah, I used to play that a lot in the arcade. I think you still play that in pretty much... That's pretty much like an arcade staple, was Cruisin'. Next to next to the Miss Pac-Man? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I could go to the arcade right now, and there's a cruising machine in there. I wish we had an arcade here in Pensacola. You that would be so much fun. You need to over to the coast, man. We got a big one in Margaritaville. You can stay all day in there and never play the same, the same machine twice. That sounds so awesome. I'm going there for my birthday this weekend. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> And round us out in this month of video game history on May 3rd of 1994, Epic Mega Games releases Jazz Jackrabbit, a console style animal with attitude platformer like we didn't have enough of those in the 90s. No, I will say I'd be interested in playing this because this completely passed me by. I think I vaguely heard of it back in the day, but... Just never, I, I was never a big computer game guy. Yeah, I remember. I was strictly console. I, I, the the um, the uh, cover art looks really familiar, so I know I've seen this before, back in the day, because this was around the time I really started to get into PC gaming. But I didn't really play a whole lot of platformers on the computer back then. I used to play a lot of first-person shooter type stuff like Doom. Things like that. Um, I did play Flashback, which was uh, a platformer. 
but that was really the only one I think I played back then. It's the only one I can really remember playing. Yeah, I, I can't really remember playing any um, any computer games like that. You know, there was the ones that I would play at school that had like an educational purpose to them. But as far as just games for fun on the computer, I never, never really did that. Yeah. Oh, but well. That's just me. You should go get yeah. an old computer. You can probably find one at the flea market and just go load up on old old school big box PC games. That'd be fun. That probably had me stocked with reviews for for quite a while. <laughs> Should have uh, went up to Jersey for um, a couple. I think it was this last weekend. Some dude was selling, uh, auctioning off one of the world's largest um, retro game collections. Like had mm-hmm. pretty much just like one of everything. And I told uh, who was it? I think it was Nate sent me the me and Joey image the link, and I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not there right now because I would be so <laughs> broke. <laughs> It you would wouldn't be, be able ugly. to fly home. I know. I would have to like rent out a cargo jet or something. <laughs> just stow away. <laughs> but um, but let's go ahead and tell people, uh, make some money for the show, and tell everybody about books, Derek. So for you, the listeners of the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I haven't really had much of a chance to catch up on anything, but they've got a ton of books. And I keep stressing this every week, but they have every genre for every type of fan of books. They have fiction, they have nonfiction, sci-fi, romance, gaming, autobiographies. Any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, it's a great service to have. You can listen to, you know, whether you have a 20-minute commute to and from work, or you're on a road trip, it's a great thing to have. So uh, to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. And this week we're talking about... If that doesn't get you pumped up, I don't know what does. <laughs> that was jaunty. I know it was. That sounds so Super Nintendo, though. It's awesome. Uh, that's one, one thing that, that I had trouble like trying to pick um, music to play for that intro for the this review. Because like, all the music's good for it. It really is. So this is kind of a review that's been uh, coming for a long time. Um Jason, back when we did our first episode of Nerd Cave Retro, reviewed Mega Man 2 for the NES, and I dropped the bombshell that I had never really played a Mega Man game before. I briefly played the first one, but never really got into this franchise. So uh, when I got the Super Nintendo Classic, I noticed they had Mega Man X on there. And I remembered hearing a lot about this game growing up, but... Again, it passed me by. So I thought, you know what? I think it's time to review Mega Man. Yes. So I will be reviewing Mega Man X 
uh, known in Japan as Rockman X. Uh, it's an action platform video game released by Capcom, initially released on December 17th, 1993 in Japan and released in North America on January in January 1994 on the Super NES slash Super Famicom. And it spawned several sequels as well. Now, I guess it might just be the Super Nintendo kid in me that drew me to this game more than wanting to go back and play the original or its sequel, which, you know, like I said, you reviewed in this very first episode. I mean, that's understandable. You're you're a couple of years younger than I am. So the Super Nintendo is more is to you what the Nintendo was to me. Yeah, like that was that was my system growing up. You know, I had so many games for it, spent so many hours playing it. I would say other than maybe with Breath of the Wild, and I probably wouldn't even put that as being anywhere close. As far as just a console, as far as pure hours, probably nothing comes close to the Super Nintendo for me. Oh, yeah. But um, a little bit about the story of this game. Uh, Mega Man X, commonly known as X, was created by Dr. Thomas Light an unknown number of years after the Mega Man series. X was a new type of robot with the ability to make his own decisions. And recognizing the potential danger, Light sealed X away in a diagnostic capsule for over 30 years of testing. Though what happened to him during these years is not specifically mentioned, it is assumed that Dr. Light died and left his diagnostic experiments unfinished. His capsule was uncovered by an archaeologist named Dr. Kane almost 100 years after X's creation. Excited by the possibilities, he disregarded the warnings Light had logged in the capsule and created a new legion of robots that replicated X's free will. And these robots were called Reploids. Uh, hope, yeah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Uh, but a virus caused them to turn against humans. Uh, so basically, they went rogue, and you play as X, and you have to defeat all these robots. And I actually didn't know, like, I knew nothing about the story, you know, going into this game. I had no idea it was a new Mega Man, that it took place, you know, years and years later. Yeah. So I, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I I was very familiar with the actual plot of this one either until very recently. Um, I never really played the any of the Mega Man games for the Super Nintendo because you know this came out in what ninety three or no ninety four. Yeah, yeah this, this was around the time like ninety three ninety four was when I really started getting into PC gaming. Um, so I. I was at that stage in my life where I thought that consoles were for children and I was going to play PC games like an adult. So I stopped playing <laughs> console games for a while and I really missed out on some really good games in that time. Like even up until, you know, I went off to co or went to college in 90 late 95 and I totally missed the first couple of years of the Nintendo 64. So like th those couple of years were like Nintendo free for me. So I missed a lot of good games in that time. I just picture you just like acting like you're above console <laughs> gaming. Like, Oh, your controller is beneath me. Let yeah. me play with my keyboard. Let me yes. play with the Q W and E button. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yes. But I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But if you've played a Mega Man game, I mean, X-Play is very similar yeah. to the old Mega Man games. Um, you get power-ups after you beat all the bosses. 
Um, I will say I have not yet completed this game, though I do really want to. It is brutally hard mm-hmm. on occasions, and there are basically like mid bosses throughout the level. I think they're like unofficially mid bosses, but when it comes to replenishing your health, this game can be stingy. Oh yeah, so That's you you've got to be Man game. very very conservative with your health. Mm-hmm. Once, once you, the thing that I, I guess this is a thing with all the other Mega Man games is that it's a pain to get your first power up, but once you do, it makes the game a little bit easier. Yeah, because I was going through um, the water level with the launch octopus, and I still cannot beat that guy. Like he is yeah. insane. Like it's like I can do nothing. I mean, I've beaten some of the other ones, but it's like whatever I do doesn't matter. He he's he's like my great white buffalo. Like I just cannot yeah. beat him. <laughs> That's how I feel about uh, Jacquio or Jacquio, yeah. however you pronounce it in Ninja Gaiden. I just can't beat that dude, man. No matter what yeah. I do, I'm just not fast yeah. enough. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's like I said, it's pretty much like a typical Mega Man game. And I, I do wish that I had spent more time when I was a kid with this series. Cause I do think, and, and I do enjoy this game a lot. You know, th- this is a game that I do intend to finish, but I do think I would have enjoyed it more had I grown up with it. Yeah. And, and I, I do regret that, that I just never, cause there were so many good games for that console that, you know, I just because I, I I've, I've documented this in the past. I never owned an NES, so I never played Mega Man one and two. I really I think you will enjoy going back and playing Mega Man two because it really is the best that the Nintendo had to offer. It's up there in the top five best games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, along with Super Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers three. Uh, it, it goes Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, Mega Man 2, Ninja Gaiden, and Star Tropics as my five favorite and what I think are the best games for the for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I, I mean, there's probably something that, that could probably replace uh, Star Tropics, but nothing readily comes to mind at the moment. But, you know, Mega Man is in the top five best games for that system. So I think if you want, if you go back, which I, I do believe it's on the Nintendo uh, classic edition, isn't it? It is. Yes. Go yep. back and play that. Use a walkthrough. You can, you know, just go on Google and find a good Mega Man two walkthrough to so show you which enemies to you um, fight to use their weapon on the next boss fight. So, you know, it's co- sort of like the, you know, rock, paper, scissors, you know, that, yeah. you know, that, that gameplay style. So I think if you go through it and you use a walkthrough, you will enjoy it immensely. Yeah, I definitely should do that. And again, growing up, not really being a huge Mega Man fan, I thought that X was just kind of like the next installment. Like I had no idea that there was pretty much an X series. Like I'm yeah. looking at the Wikipedia now there's X one, two, um, goes all the way to eight. Set. Oh, is it eight? Yeah, X eight. I didn't know they went that far. Yeah, X eight came out in um, in North America in March of two thousand five. Wow. 
So that that series went from 94, basically 11 years. Wow. So they were pretty much cranking out like a game a year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, X two came out in January ninety five. X three in January ninety six. So pretty. There was much a little bit like, of a break, but so pretty yeah, much it from was like pretty consistent. Eighty six to two thousand five. There was almost a Mega Man game every single year. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I do I do respect you know the legacy of this series, uh, just because it's lasted so long and Mega Man still relevant to this day. I mean, you ask just some random person, like you show them a picture, chances are they're going to know it's Mega Man. And I remember when, um, when Smash Brothers Brawl came out and they did the video where they announced him as a character, everyone like lost their shit over it. Well, honestly, I think Mega Man is just as much of an, a mascot for the Nintendo for Nintendo as Mario is even if he's not you know uh, a Nintendo property he's a Capcom mm-hmm. property but he's just as important to the Nintendo brand as Mario is and I will stand behind that statement and come at me bro you know <laughs> <laughs> prove me wrong yeah but no, the, the X-Series was actually, um, reading more about it, you know, there was a Mega Man cartoon, which was based off the X-Series, and there was one episode where apparently he travels back in time, and he teams up with the original Mega Man, That's which would cool. be pretty cool. Uh, there was a manga, and there was a, I remember this, there was a comic series done by Archie Comics, which also did the Sonic comics back in the day because they did a crossover where uh, Robotnik and Dr. Wily teamed up. I remember this. Yeah, and then Mega Man and Sonic were at odds at first, but then they eventually teamed up and they beat um, both scientists. And that, that was kind of, through that, they did this weird thing where they basically reset the sonic timeline in a way they basically did like a soft reboot of the whole thing that's cool i remember this didn't it seems like to me they made a a cartoon out of that as well or maybe i'm just mixing up memories but i remember that like maybe i'm just thinking of uh the the comic book covers because Mm -hmm. i never read any of the comics but i remember this like seeing the the at least seeing the the comic book of this yeah no, the, the comic was really good, and Sonic, you know, the Archie doesn't do the comics anymore, but I remember one of my few, like, vivid memories as a kid. I was in a uh, grocery store with my mom, and this was back when they used to sell comic books in grocery stores. They had issue two of Sonic the Hedgehog, and I had recently gotten into the Sonic franchise, and I collected that series up until issue close to 200 so i stuck with it for a long long time oh and uh tyler said um other way around cartoon was based on classic mega man and x went back in time to chase some of the mavericks that came back gotcha so still either way that's that's pretty cool i still like the mega man from uh the the you know animated mega man in um 
Captain N, the game master. <laughs> he sounded like like a little mobster. He's like, hey guys. I'm like, isn't he supposed to be a kid? <laughs> He's yeah. like, like like a little cigar chomping, you know, like mobster. Uh I can vaguely remember that. I remember the Captain N cartoon, but never really got into it that much. Yeah, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. It it's horrible. Like I went back and watched some episodes not too long ago. I was like, man, we were fed a lot of crap when we were kids. Well, I mean, it's tough to be as good as the old Zelda cartoon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, it's, it's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Well, you gotta love it. Actually, as a matter yeah. of fact, I found this really good. Uh, let me look on YouTube real quick. I found this cool channel of this guy who does toy reviews, and he has like this um, really awesome toy room. Let me look up in my history here. Sorry, I know this is great radio. No. Listening to me looking up old videos. No, no. It, um, no what, well, what, what, while you're looking that up. Um, I'll just say again real quick, you know, I, I'm I'm not extremely far into this game, but just because the levels are long and they're pretty hard, but they're not hard in the way that it makes you so frustrated that you don't ever want to play it again. Like you you'll just about make it to the boss and then you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> and and but you're like, oh, I gotta keep going. And, and mm -hmm. the, the bosses are pretty cool. Like the only ones that I've fought are, of course, Launch Octopus, who I haven't beat yet. And that's the um, thing about Mega Man is like no matter how horrible you think you're doing, like it just keeps you coming back for more. It's got that same kind of that that same special sauce that like Ninja Gaiden has, you know, and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I think my two favorites are the Storm Eagle and the Spark Mandrel, which is like a like a giant gorilla orangutan thing. Oh yeah. He was pretty awesome. Uh, I found this I channel. Uh, his name is Michael Mercy and he does uh, videos about um, where he reviews toys and stuff from the eighties. Eighties. Uh, he has um, some of them. They're called eighties playset reviews. Uh, he did some about his, um, his toy room, which is uh, the history like eighties, uh, Toy Museum is what he calls it. So go check out mm -hmm. Michael Mercy on YouTube. He's got some really good videos up there. Especially Sweet. if you love love you know learning and and just looking at toys from the eighties and some of the stuff that he has that I completely forgot about, like toys that like hit the shelves and they were there for like a year, you know, from some failed cartoon, you know, tie-in that mm -hmm. failed miserably and you completely forgot about it. He and it, like, it's right there on his shelf in pristine condition. And you're like, Holy crap. I forgot about that. It's a really cool couple of videos to watch on there. Especially the, there's like a five part um, video where he did, where he shows you his whole like museum. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, as far as a, like a number, it, it's tough to say just because I haven't, fully completed this game yet but based off what i've played i would give it a solid eight you know i love the yeah. music the music is just so fitting for the super nintendo 
it, it, it's that, perfect. Just the the controls are really tight. They're always mm-hmm. really good for the Mega Man series. You know, the, the enemies are good and challenging. It's just a really good challenge, especially if you've never played the Mega Man games and you're into stuff like um, Super Meat Boy or uh, Cuphead, things like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. those are can draw their direct lineage from Mega Man, like those type yeah. of games. So it, I've said it before, Mega Man is Nintendo royalty. So if you own a Nintendo or you know want to get into collecting for the Nintendo, I always say one of the first games you should get is like either Mega Man 2 or if you're in the Super Nintendo, get Mega Man X. Like those are probably the two best Mega Man games to get for those systems. I agree. But yeah, that's uh, that's my thoughts on Mega Man X. Look forward to playing more. So um, I, we're gonna record two episodes next week. Uh, we said we were gonna do Tuesday night, but because of some uh, other scheduling conflicts, we're actually pushing it to Thursday. The 31st at uh, 7 p.m., we're going to record two episodes in a row. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what Derek's going to be reviewing. Um, did you say what you were going to be reviewing yet? Yeah, but you can go first, though. Uh, I technically, be, the, technically, you'll be going first. Yeah, I'll be reviewing Faxanadu, which I've been playing over the last week or so, for our Swedish, Swedish, bork, bork, bork. Listeners, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for our Swedish listeners, I will be doing Faxanadu, and I, I'm actually I'm enjoying it a lot, a lot more than I thought I would. So uh, that's a little preview. Sweet. And after that, we'll be doing another episode where I will be reviewing Spider-Man: Maximum Carnage. Oh yeah, for the Super Nintendo. So cannot wait to play that. That's going to be fun. Cannot wait. I, I told Derek uh, before the show, I started playing that the other night, and I haven't played it in like 20 years or so, but I forgot how good that game was. And it's scary because it's an LJN game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I briefly remember playing that game as a kid, but never never got too much into it, so I, I can't wait to you know, really sit down and get into it. And uh, Tyler says to keep plugging away, Derek. You can do it. Don't forget to get that secret weapon. Secret weapon. On Mega Man. Ah, I didn't know there was a secret weapon. Oh, there's always secret weapons in Mega Man. <laughs> but I mean, it's but I mean it's secret, so no yeah. wonder I didn't know about it. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much going to do it for this week. Uh, go check out uh, Pop Culture Palette. Over at um, PCPRadio.com, at PCP Show on Twitter. Uh, the last episode we did, um, what was that one about? Let me look that up real quick just to make sure. Because uh, we always talk about so much different stuff. I always got to remind myself. Last week, oh yeah, last we talked to uh, Mr. Jared Seymour from the Brownwater Banter podcast. And producer of cooking with Boyd the Metaloid on YouTube. Uh, we talked about Avengers Infinity War and we talked about Bill and Ted 3 finally happening. So go over there check out check out that episode at pcpradio.com and Derek, we've got our awesome episode about to drop on the Derek Diamond experience. Tell them one more time what it's about. So 
Part one of our awesome Legend of Zelda roundtable will drop this Thursday on all podcasting platforms. So just search for the Derek Diamond Experience. Part two will be released the following week, which will be May 31st, the day that we're recording our next two episodes. So you can actually get if you listen live, you'll basically get three episodes of us in one day. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, awesome. And, and and you can't ask for much more than that. And if you Before, get tired of listening to our voices, that's your own damn fault. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say to close out, I want to say I've briefly mentioned this on the show, but I'm going to be doing the formal announcement um, on Friday on my podcast social media. So in early August... Uh, August 10th, to be exact, I will be celebrating episode 200 of my show. And I thought to myself, damn, I've been doing this shit for too long. <laughs> so I was basically sitting at work one day and I was thinking to myself, well, what what can I do for 200? Because 200, you know, I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. 200 episodes is a big deal. Like a lot of TV shows don't make it to 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. So. A friend of mine who I work with had the awesome idea that I should get roasted. So I posted a poll on Facebook knowing what the end result was going to be, but I figured <laughs> I would do it anyway. And of course, in a landslide, the roast won. Of course. So we will be having uh, the roast of Derek Diamond Friday, August 10th. It will be broadcast on Facebook Live. But also, we rented out a venue in downtown Pensacola for it. Uh, it's going to be, time-wise, I think we're going to go live probably around 8.30. It, it, it's going to be a little later in the evening to give people time to you know, go home after work, um, possibly even get some food. And uh, yeah, and you can just sit back and... Watch all my friends tear me apart. I'm gonna have to come over for that. <laughs> you, you, you'll, you'll be, ex, you should be expecting an invite soon. <laughs> um, also, uh, Mr. Steve Wise, the director of Survey, is also working on a uh, public showing of Survey in June in Pensacola. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in the Pensacola area and you really want to see our short film Survey that Derek and I worked on, we will. Uh, tweet that out and, and we'll also share it on our on the Facebook page so keep an eye out for that um, we're, I'm definitely going to be coming over for that uh, whenever he sets that up we're not sure when but we know it's going to be the first couple of weeks of June and we'd mm-hmm. love to see some of you guys out there to, to come and watch it it'll be a really fun time and um, we'll we'll hang out talk some you know if you listen to this show and you come watch our movie we'll talk about some retro games and hang out maybe go uh eat a burger or something or whatever let's just hang out while i'm over there just saying mcguire's is nearby that's that's what i'm saying man (laughs) (laughs) love mcguire's Uh, good lord that burger was good it was but i think that's gonna do it for us you got anything else you want to tell the people before we get out of here um, I don't think so. This was a really fun show to do. Oh, no, we were kind of all over the place, but it was really fun. Well, I'm like super uh, hyped up because I got full of caffeine a little while ago. And plus, it's the middle of the week. It's not like Sunday night when I'm all tired and 
got to get ready for work in the morning. I'm like, I'm so amped up right now from caffeine and working all day. So I'm in a really weird, squirrely mood. So I'm sorry if I was yelling throughout the episode. I'm just a little cranked up right now. (laughs) Uh, But let me go ahead and put up uh, the stuff I have to read at the end of the episode. Here we go. Uh, If you would like to email us, you can email us at... Um, why is this not playing? Can you hear that? That's I cannot. Playing. That is weird. There it is. There we go. There it goes. Uh, if you'd like to email us, we're at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. We're at nerdcaveretro.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro. We're individually at jfunktastic and at Derek underscore diamond. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro. And again, don't forget, the next two episodes we record will be on Thursday the 31st at 7 p.m. right here on Twitter. Twitch, tw- uh, twitch.tv slash jfunktastic. So let's go ahead and get out of here. Tell them what it's about, Derek. Excuse me, <laughs> princess. <laughs> You've been listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.